Welcome back, Welcome back to Down, Down in the DM with your hosts, hailing from Johns Creek, Georgia, Charlie Miller, and hailing from Situa, Massachusetts, Ben Smith. What is up, guys? Welcome back. It is Down in the DMs, uh, March 8th. I think March eighth. Um, that's correct. Day before spring break. If you listen to this, riding home. What's up? How you doing? Um, thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. Thanks for tuning in. Um, if it's after spring break, I hope you had back. a fantastic spring break. Yeah, I hope you're having a great time. Um, Charles, how you doing today? You how know you what? Doing on this Thursday night, doing pretty damn well. Pretty damn well. Good. What's your valley this week? Uh, my valley this week is that I'm actually a little bit under the weather. Right Ooh, now, I was sick earlier this week. I have since gotten over it. Um, still got the cough pretty bad, but the nose stuffiness has gone away. As you can tell, I sound a lot better on the mic now than I did in the last episode. I was pretty stuffed up. Yeah, for me, it's it's mostly just like a sore throat. So I've been drinking a lot of uh, honey tea. Yes, you got to combat it. As you could see from my tweet today, I actually spilled some of uh, the boiling water when making that tea on my hand, and it hurts real yeah, bad. that definitely does not feel good. Hot water. Hot water, it's not, it's not a good thing for skin. Definitely not. I don't know how girls shower in that shit. Yeah. Ugh. Well, they're like, they're the devil. So. Yeah, they're demons. They're demons. So that's, What's your, what's that's your what valley this week? Uh, my valley is, last night I was working on a project, and it was being just a real... Um, Real difficult job to get done. And it's supposed to be a seven-minute speech, but I kept doing it and doing it and doing it, and I couldn't get it longer than, like, six minutes. And I didn't want to rewrite the speech, so I was just like, whatever. And I submitted, like, a five-minute and 40-minute, five-minute, 40-second speech for a seven-minute speech requirement just because, like... Because it's almost spring break. Fuck I don't, it. like, I don't care, to yeah, be honest. Like, it. It's like, it was a good speech. I'm also at that point in the semester. So it's like, I'll just submit it. I'll take the penalty for whatever it is for not having seven minutes long. Because, I mean, it's a fantastic, it's going to be, it's a good speech. So it's like, I won't get a hundred. Is it like, I have a dream level good or? It's almost. It's not a, it's not better than I have a dream. But you're not saying it's worse. It's not, not, I'm, I wouldn't say it's worth worse but it's definitely not better you know so okay i'll get yeah. a good grade on, on it with i have a dream. i'll get a good grade on it and um so it'll knock me back a few points but whatever you know i'm fine with it but that was my valley as i just submitted it i was just i didn't care and i was just having i was frustrated with it so i was like you know what screw it i'll just submit it um my peak this week is the bruins are an absolute wagon um they have won they have points in 18 of their last 18 games which is big. Um, unfortunately, they are still like 12 games behind the, the, the Lightning, who are also rolling. But they beat the Lightning at home um, earlier this week. Actually, maybe it was last week. But Bruins are rolling. Pasternak's hurt. He'll be coming back. Um, tonight, they were actually down 3-2 with a minute left in the third and won the game 4-3 in regulation. So Yeah, they're winning me a lot of money right now. They are hot. Um, 
Rask is due for a big uh, playoff run um, once Pasternak gets back with peaking at the right time. I mean, we're the we're second in the in the NHL in points right now, so I'm excited for this playoff run. It's going to be a lot of fun. Bruins are a wagon. That's my peak. Your peak this week, Charles. Uh, my peak, similar to a lot of you listening right now, is that it's spring break. Yes. What are uh, your spring break? Because you're doing a little different spring break than most other people. Yeah, I fly out of Atlanta tomorrow, going to going to Germany for the week. Tomorrow, Friday, or tomorrow, Saturday? Uh, tomorrow, today, Friday. Podcast, podcast time. time. Today and podcast time. I fly out Friday night, uh, go to Germany for a week, and then I'm doing Dublin for St. Patty's Day. Bang. That's so big. I'm the big excited. You are big excited. So, yeah. A lot of St. A lot of uh, St. Paddy's Day in the north is big, especially in Boston. Um, wherever you're going for spring break, have a good time. Um, if be you're coming, safe. If you're coming back from spring break, hope you had a good time. Be safe. Hope, Make sure to I hydrate. You didn't get an MIP. If you're going somewhere hot, Florida, Mexico, wherever you're going, don't wear sunscreen. Drink lots of water. Drink lots of water. Or drink, mix in a water once in a while because heat stroke can instead of wearing sunscreen drink water drink water yeah um sunscreen is because when we tailgate in the beginning of the year it's hot like it's 90 plus degrees so we have to mix in waters so as somebody who knows what it's like to get after it in 90 degree weather please hydrate you're gonna want to stay hydrated you're gonna want to stay hydrated like for the next day you're not gonna the more water you drink less hungover you're gonna be so advice from ben and charlie Stay hydrated um, during spring break. All right. Before we start the podcast, I have an amend. Yes. Um, I would like to personally apologize for the audio quality from the last episode. Yes. Um, as I've mentioned before on the last several episodes, our equipment is on the outs. There might be a ghost. We're unsure of what exactly is causing our problems, but there are problems. Because it's unclear. Yeah, it's I know, unclear. Like, I believe it or not, I know what the fuck I'm doing. With all this shit, I'm really into this uh, this, this whole, equipment and stuff. Yes. I know what the fuck I'm doing, and I still can't figure it out. Um, so There's a phantom noise. You might be able to hear it still. We've done our best to eliminate it. But but new equipment has been ordered. Yes. And the next podcast should have higher quality. Uh, and then the podcast, hopefully after that, when the mics come in, should have... Yeah, so we're stepping up our game. So Exponentially higher quality. We might even... We're, we're going to be top of our game in terms of sound and that can only make sure that the uh the content itself is increasing correct all right it's time for segments first up we have um we went viral we did it um we did it not a big deal we run the best social media accounts in the history of america um we went like like actual viral like you cannot go more viral than we did um as opposed to several we did everything we could except get on Ellen. We were on Barstool, ESPN, Yahoo Sports. We made it to Russia. We're all over the place. The Today um, Show. If you haven't seen it, um, it's the video of Carolina Hockey fighting Clemson Hockey after a questionable hit made on our friend Cam Mecca. Um, captain Jake Tenji and assistant captain Nick Pizzo stand up for him, go after a guy. Um, Real team effort. Battle ensues. Team president and assistant captain Duncan Hickman gets into a brawl. No helmets, too. Old-time hockey. Um, ref absolutely tosses a guy. Great call by our friend Dylan. 
to electric on the mic. And I, like, honestly, I don't think I said this on Twitter. I don't think it would have went viral no, without yeah. Dylan's call. When I watched like, it Dylan for the is first fucking time, talented. When I, wa- oh, absolutely. when I watched it for the first time, um, I was like, absolutely like, I was like, this is, this is fun. Like, this is funny. And then he says, um, a game for charity turned into an all out brawl or an all out war. And, and I that's like, when I knew. lost yeah. my shit. And I was like, this is hilarious. And then the ref tosses the kid. And I'm like, this is funny as hell. Like, I got to get this clipped and put up on Twitter ASAP. And we did. And um, it probably collectively did like 20 million views. I think the official number on Twitter is 300 and it's like closing on a 400K. That's just on our account. On our account, yeah. And um, then Barstool did a couple million. Barstool Instagram did a couple mil. Spit and Chickles did like quarter mil. And then you got to think TV. And then like, yeah, yeah, ESPN. It was on ESPN a couple of times. Um, Barstool Snapchat was on. So like we're, we did it. I mean, it's, it's, it started back in November with um, just building a brand and it culminated in going viral. Like, I don't know. Ask me if it feels really good deep in my heart. Oh, it does. It absolutely does. Like it really just, it, that was the best thing that's happened to me like all semester. It's like we, cause like that, that's like. That's what we do. Like that's, that was our. That's always been our goal, for the account. Like we grew it enough. And it, it did even more than we ever could. It's have like we had to. You done. have to grow it enough to get to a point to put yourself in a position to go viral, and we did that. And the content was always there. I mean, and we had we have an outlet, luckily, with Barstool to like kind of boost a little bit. But the video itself was hilarious, and we were able to we were able to do it. So thanks to everybody who helped us along the way. But. Shouts to at cock hockey on Twitter and at game cock hockey, game cock hockey on, Instagram. on Instagram. So follow both of those. Give your friends a follow. Um, we're out here doing it. If you want us to run your socials, we will. I mean, we're, we are one for one. Um, ground up, Charlie Miller, Ben Smith, the marketing team. So if you need help building your brand, um, let us help you. Shouts to uh, Shido. I was, I was DMing him on Twitter today, or Congrats. he DMed me, not a big deal. Whoa. But uh, we were talking about how he heavily influences my style. Wow. I've talked about it on here before, how he started the whole UGA viral Twitter, UGA yeah. lax Twitter, and I kind of base my own Twitter presence around that. So, And you're inspiring the next generation to go out, get out here and do it. Next um, generation isn't going to know shit, though. They're going to know me. It's true. That's true. They're going to say Charlie Miller Mar- at Marley Chiller. I want to be like at Marley Chiller. So it's got to feel good. It does feel good. Um, switching gears a little bit. Um, we're going to get into an existential argument about society. Um, I wrote this down after leaving philosophy class. Um, One of the better times to insert podcast yes, segments. Yes. I think of at least notes. three podcast segments during philosophy class. Just because it's like random thought stuff that pops in my head. I'm like, ooh, you know what? Like, that's an interesting thing we could talk about in the podcast. Um, this one is interesting, Charlie. Um, my take, which I actually agree with, is that... Your take, which you actually agree with? Well, like, okay, the... Interesting. The take from philosophy that I actually agree okay. with is that the flexible social mobility that we enjoy here in America is actually harmful to our society from an innovation standpoint because we live in a... All right. Yes. First off, I know what you're talking about, but break down 
the concept of flexible social mobility. So in a lot of other parts of the world, you are born into your social class. Like if you are born into India or live in India or any part of Southeast Asia, most of Europe, it's like you're born into the middle class and you stay in the middle class. Like you take over your parents' business, you do what they do, and it's pretty rigid. Your <laughs> birth kind of determines how you're like the ceiling for how you will live. But here in the West, um, ceiling is the roof. Ceiling is the roof. And here in America, there is a thought an ideology that if you do the right things and say the right things you can get ahead and that's quote unquote anything is possible anything is the american dream the american dream and i would have to agree that um there is as much you have as much ability to go up but you also have an ability to go down just as easy so the social mobility how flexible it is although can be great leads to a lot of people leads to the hive mind because people don't want to say the wrong things you know because they're so are you are you saying that if you do everything right if you say all the right things you do all the right things it's easy to go up but it just takes one fuck up one one time where you say the wrong thing and it's destructive not not like one time where it's destructive but like just as just as easy as it is for me like uh, a middle class kid from situate to go up in the world, it's just as easy for me to like phone it in and to go down in the world. Okay, know? yeah. So it's like you have to do you have to constantly be on your game promoting yourself and staying sticking to the script, staying on brand to move up in the world. And I think that hinders us as a as a society because you get a lot of people who want to fit the mold. You know, people are people know that Right. If they you know, go to college and you do the take the business courses and you get this degree in whatever, then you can have your own business and you can make 1.5 mil a year and do this, this and that. And like it becomes less of doing what you enjoy and then having the money follow to be <clears throat> having the money to then do what you want to do. And I right. think there, there's this whole concept uh, or it's not really it's more of like an alternative mindset to do what you love and then you know the career will follow yeah that you you ultimately want to be chasing your own hopes your own dreams to be doing the the stuff that you love doing not necessarily because you know it'll make you successful but well, because, because you make... know that it's what will help you achieve your internal yeah, happiness it's like in, in, it's what you want to do so i think that being in america especially that people conform more than they would other parts of the world because they know that if they don't conform, they'll slip backwards on the socio or the in, in the social scale or in the socioeconomic scale. There's less there's there's less of a margin for error here. Like in in India or in Southeast Asia, like no matter really what you do, you're still gonna be like you're stuck in that class. X class, Y class. Like you're you're there. But here it's like there's so much room for social mobility. Like you don't want to put your own ideas out there because you're scared to fuck up. And that's that inhibits innovation because growth comes from conflict. And if everybody has the same ideas, like people just go with those ideas and no new ideas come out of it. Better ideas don't come out of it. And people are just kind of going with the flow because they're hoping to ride the wave to the top. Where... 
you can you can grow yourself and grow we can grow as a so- as a society by kind of butting heads you know because that's how better ideas come like if charlie and i disagree on something we're gonna debate it and we're both gonna learn something new and we're both gonna come out knowing more about whatever subject and having a new lease on whatever it is instead of just being like oh like you're above me in the social stratosphere like i'm just gonna agree with you because if i agree with you then i'll be in with you and you can help me move up in the world it's like right if you have conflict if you if you butt heads if you kind of get a little rough with it you both come out on top which which i'm i'm huge for like i'm big on disagreements i'm big on because that's how that's how progress is made is through through arguments. All right, and to be clear, I actually I hundred percent agree with everything you just said. But to play devil's advocate, yes, if <clears throat> excuse me, if I'm sixteen mm-hmm. and I know, hey, this mold works. If I yeah. go to school and I work hard and I don't get in trouble and I get good grades. I can get the job I want and I can be successful. If I know that, what what's stopping me from from following that hive mindset? What's stopping me from from doing that? There's nothing. St- I don't what, think. It's why a, shouldn't Why shouldn't I do that? I should I should say. I don't think it's a bad thing for an individual to do. Mm-hmm. Like if you if that's your goal, then fine. Like of course do it. Like it works. Like it's it's proven to work. Like it's the American dream. Like there is that upward mobility available. I'm just saying, like, as a society, like, to progress as a society, like, that's not how you do it. By, like, following in somebody else's footsteps, by doing things the way our parents did, by doing things the way that somebody else has already done. It's not how you, it's not how we progress, it's not how we learn new things, not how we better ourselves as a whole. But, like, as an individual, like, yeah, that's still bettering yourself. Like, you're still getting education, you're still learning stuff, you're still improving. <clears throat> but I just think that... As a society, we, you, the, the, it's, we almost place too much value on it. It's almost, it's worse to be wrong than it is to be right. Like it's like, it's way worse to be wrong and be the outsider than it is to be right. Than like, and then it is to be better to be right, you know? Right. And like, it's, I'm, I'm phrasing it horribly, but what you gain from being right is way less than what you lose from being wrong or being the outsider. And it's not necessarily being wrong. It's being different. And that's why I think it's kind of an issue is because people don't want to be different. They don't want to be the outsider because that causes you to slip. Like as far as you work your way, you scrap and claw to build yourself up. And then all of a sudden you put your own ideas out there and people are like, that's not what people think. That's not how people think now. Like you can't do that, but yeah, that's how you grow. That's how we, we learn new things is by debating stuff. Right. We, we talk a lot about mental health and all of that kind of jazz on, on this podcast. Uh, I think that following that road and, and kind of chasing that quote unquote American dream and, and doing all the right things, you know, uh, I think that that a lot of times ends up with you being on a path where you're unhappy mm-hmm. later on in life. And, and you kind of realize that this is like a common thing. Pe- people get you know, a couple of five, 10, 15 years into their career and realize, what am I doing? Like, I hate this shit. Yeah. I'm doing the nine to five. You know, I'm making decent money. You're like, in the this, rat race. this is what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing, but am I really happy? No. Yeah. I wish that when I was, you know, our age, I wish that when I was 
18, 19, 20 years old that I had, you know, taken that alternative route, switched it up and pursued what I really was passionate about and what what I love to do. And now that I'm 30 years old, 35 years old, I'm I'm stuck in this career. Yeah. I don't have the kind of uh, flexibility that I had at that age. I'm not able to pursue that. And that's kind of just what I'd like to get across to to our audience right now is, you know, maybe maybe don't don't give up on whatever you're doing now. If you're doing the business degree, I mean, I'm a business major. It 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 works. You're good at it. You love it. Yeah, but like, don't don't give up on that. You know, don't you know throw it all in the trash can and then pick something up that you're maybe not even good at, but you just like, you know, that, that's not what I'm saying, but like, take the time, figure out what you're passionate about. You don't have to do it. What you love. Just know that. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to do that. I know. Just because, just because you think that it's the right want you to, and that's the right thing to do. Doesn't mean like it's the good thing to do. Push the envelope, get outside what your comfort zone and you might surprise yourself and you're going to be, happier and better because of it and you're going to be able to contribute more to society because of it so right the best minds weren't created by doing the things that everybody else is doing exactly you don't nobody is going to write you a check for a billion dollars you're not going to get a job and make a billion dollars you're gonna have to make something you're on your own and even like and even i'm saying like fuck a billion dollars my dad told me that actually he said no one's no one's ever gonna write you a check for a million dollars you're gonna have to well your dad's a smart man yeah he's like you're gonna have to go out there and earn it you're like you're gonna have to create something and make it yourself no one's gonna ever write you a check for that much money and i was like bet let's do it and i'm i I mean so we out here making a podcast now i'm even saying like fuck that million dollars like what's that million dollars worth to you if you fucking hate your life exactly you don't know what the fuck you're doing i read an article uh, a little bit back, and it was about like this uh, this Wall Street guy who made all the money, but like he realized, like I said, like when he was like thirty five, he's like, "What am I doing? Like I hate this shit. This shit sucks. I'm so bored. I don't feel like fulfilled." And he was kind of at that point where he's too deep in his career, like he can't stop now, yeah. and he's just like, "Well, shit. Like I wish that things had been different." So, I guess I'm saying just. Figure that out now before you yeah, it's like this, get too in, in If trapped. you feel like you're going, like if you're into something and you're like not really into it, you wanted something else, like the you're you're gonna probably feel that way for a long time. Like so, it's better to switch when you're twenty. You're 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 at the age now where like those flo- those thoughts aren't like exactly fleeting. Like, like it's can, not when you were like yeah. fourteen and you're like, hey, like I think I'm really into like wakeboarding, even though you've never like <laughs> wakeboarded before. Yeah, exactly. And you go all in on wakeboarding. It's for like it's two not weeks like, and you're in on wakeboarding. It's not like that anymore. Like you, you know what you like. You, you know, know what you like. you're into. It, you know what you're passionate it. about. So you're chase able, it. You're able to make mistakes. If you can try it, you don't like it, whatever. Not That's like deal. the beautiful part is like we, we're we still young enough where we're allowed to make mistakes. So do it. So take make them now. Take don't, advantage of it. Don't not take that opportunity and then realize in 15 years that you fucking hate your life. Yes. Okay. Switching gears Real completely. Quick. Yes. Uh, to a much now. lighter segment. Uh, I'm kind of pissed because some other people in my building have stolen my Wi-Fi bit. Stolen it? Yeah. If you don't know, Charlie... so like for for the new yes. listeners, I have this Wi. I have this bit with my Wi-Fi name. Uh, I'm like right next to the pool in my apartment, and 
so my Wi-Fi like extends to the pool. Like I can go to the pool and still use like my Wi-Fi. Yes, it's magical. Uh, and so I named my Wi-Fi Palmetto Compress Pool 5G. Yes. And so like when people like go and try to connect to it, it's like, private. What's the Wi-Fi like, password? What's the Wi-Fi like, password? They go ask the front desk. And front like, desk is like, about? I don't know. That's not our Wi-Fi. Yeah. Like, got you, funny. bitch. It's funny. Uh, but yeah, other people have stolen that now. Now we have uh, guest Palmetto, guest underscore Palmetto, which is private. Uh, we have Palmetto Compress Staff, which is private, which like that sounds like a real thing, but it's not like that was not yeah. there before. Uh, Palmetto, simply Palmetto Compress, private. Love that. Like that is not, that's not cool. You no, stole I think that, I think that is, no, it's, I think it is cool. I think you need to take that as a compliment. Because people, people thought people thought your bit was so funny they wanted to do it themselves, and that's funny because now people come here and because just seeing Palmetto guest or Palmetto pool is like one thing, but seeing Palmetto guest, Palmetto staff, and Palmetto compress is like like I think that's funny. Like I think you should be, you should be. This is why we're different. Is because like if I if that was me, I'd be happy that other people are doing it, but you're like salty because it's like your bit. That was, was like, like my original bit. That was like, like one I of my love best bits. It. It's like I love when like my bit takes like takes on a new like <clears throat> I'm like, you made that bit. Like that's your bit. Like people are gonna be doing that now for the next probably ten years until Wi Fi goes away. Yeah, I guess like now across across like the entire campus we're gonna have like Olympia yeah, guest like Wi Fi. And that's and that's you made that up. Like Yeah. That works, you know. I guess you're right. I am honored. You but should at be the honored. Same time. I mean, yeah, it's like, oh like come on, you know, like that's my bit, but like in the same time, like, I guess that's a, that's a great. That's a I guess great I'm bit. honored. It's a good that enough they bit. bit. Cucked me. Like you made up a good enough bit that people want to steal. Like the people want to use it as well, and that's funny as hell. Because like now people are gonna come and be like, which which one, which one can I sign on to? Like people come now to this area of of Palmetto, and they're like, which which one is the Wi-Fi? Like, is it Palmetto Pool, Palmetto Guest, or Palmetto Staff, or Palmetto Compress? Like, uh, we actually that's don't funny. have public. Actually, Wi-Fi. those are all private that Wi-Fis. That's kind of funny. That's a funny bit. Thank you. And now every person that says, like, that has the Palmetto guest or the Palmetto Wi-Fi, like, they have to say, like, oh, yeah, somebody had Palmetto pool. So we made ours Palmetto guest or Palmetto whatever. True. And, like, they pay homage every time. Like, you're not, you're never going to get somebody to come up to you and be like, hey, great bit you started. But in deep down, you know that's your bit and that you created it. So, All right. Enough Wi-Fi talk. talk On this podcast before. We've we trashed R. Kelly. Well, not only have we trashed R. Kelly, we have denounced. We've pissed all over R. Kelly, no pun intended. Or pun intended, I guess. First, first we denounced. We denounced. We canceled. 6-9. Yep. We canceled 6-9. Canceled 6-9. We canceled Drake. We, we canceled Drake. We canceled. Who, we, we canceled Chris Brown a while ago. Chris Brown was already canceled. Yeah. Who did we cancel last week? Oh, we canceled Sheck West. Sheck West. Because he was like abusing people. Can't do that, Sheck. We're not like. R. Kelly was already denounced, but now we're just talking we're about triple his denunciation. Because he went on, was it CBS? Was it was? He had a whole know. interview with CBS and he just like. Like 60 minutes or something. It like he memed himself. Like he was just like. He had to know. Crying. Like he was just like, what did you expect, Why R. Kelly? Why was he getting so upset, dude? Like it's like he, like I think one of the quotes he said was like, it's not important. Like I beat the case. Like that was 30 years ago. And it's like, yeah, but like you still did like horrible, <laughs> horrible things, R. Kelly. Like. I'll, uh, if you haven't heard it, I'll insert the little clip that's going viral 
I need help. What kind of help? This is the kind of help I need. Yes, what kind of help? I need somebody to help me not have a big heart because my heart is so big. People betray me and I keep forgiving them. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me, y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this Like, yeah. What what does he say? Y'all trying to ruin my life. I actually screamed. Somebody put it in the... Uh, oh, he said, I'm fighting for my fucking fighting life. Fighting for my fucking life. I put it in the... Uh, or someone put it in um, the Patriots subreddit. It was like Tom Brady in 2013 throwing to like Kembrell Tompkins and uh, Aaron Dobson, which you're not going to get. But the messages our, our New England followers will get. There was, a, there was a, a period of time where Patriots had like dog shit receivers. Like they had Edelman, but he was like kind of hurt. Gronk was kind of like... Up and down. Edelman was just like the white kid who played lacrosse in college. That's Hogan played, was the oh, white fuck. kid who played lacrosse in college. Um, They're all just white kids. But before we lacrosse. got Amendola, it was kind of like, really, we didn't have any receivers. And it was like just that whole part. I mean, it was like Tom Brady throwing to these guys because it was, it was funny because it was like they were bad. But yeah, R. Kelly, bad dude. Um, we've been known. Um, so hopefully you've been known. He's going to jail for a long time. Go back and listen to the episode where I talked about how R. Kelly like lives down the street. When we street came from back me. from break. Which was January? I think the name R. Kelly 14th. is like in yeah. the name of the podcast. I think it is. I think it's the first podcast we named actually. The first yeah, podcast it might have been. But we denounced R. Kelly. Numbering. Um, we're re- we're we're double denouncing him now. He just kind of he had like a rape house, like separate from his like yeah. house that he lived in, where yeah. he would just go to like rape little girls, and it was like right across the street from me. Not in the same neighborhood, but like in the neighborhood across the street. From yeah, me. it was bad. R. Kelly was not good. a good dude. Not a good dude. It wasn't good. We have stayed woke on him for a while. Um, we've denounced him. Didn't really make that good music, R. Kelly. Um, you're kind of a bum. His you're music like, wasn't good enough. I probably shouldn't say what I'm about. I'm going to say it. His music <laughs> wasn't good enough for him to rape little children. No. I, okay. Like Michael Jackson. So in, in, and folks at home, please take this in... With like the largest grain of salt. The largest. Like this is... This means nothing, but like you kind of know what I mean. There's a scale between, like, the bad stuff you do and, like, the goodness, like, how good you are at whatever you're doing, right? So, Chris Brown makes really good music, but he also be the shit of Rihanna. So, like, his music isn't good enough for people to forget what he did, you know? Also, here's a... So, for for, 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 for R. Kelly... you say what you're going to say, here's a flaming hot Cheetos take right now. Uh, what Chris Brown did would have passed over in under a week had it not been Rihanna. If he just yeah, beat up no, his I, girlfriend who I wasn't agree. a celebrity, I agree. it would have passed over like that and nobody would have cared. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree, which is unfortunate. Like, that's not it is. good. It it's is not good. That that, I'm not that, saying that, that that's not. the case, but that would have been the case. Like, you are correct. That is a correct take that because it was Rihanna, it was a bigger story. It should. It still should have been. A, like it still wasn't that big of a story. Like people still don't talk about it. But if it wasn't Rihanna, it would have been even less of a story. But so yeah. So Chris Brown's music. He's fant- fantastic. He makes really good music, really catchy songs, great dancer, and he's still not good enough to 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 kind of overshadow what he did to Rihanna. On so for R. Kelly to sexually assault like multiple 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 underage not only sexually assault like he did like some fucked up yeah bad stuff his music like isn't nowhere near good enough to like even dwarf that so r kelly bad dude we hate him he's a scumbag Um, i please don't do that i have this take you guys know that i love six nine yes 
I don't care about any of the things that he did. Like he didn't do that bad stuff to like. It wasn't like people. that. It, he wasn't like. He wasn't raping little girls. Oh yeah, he no yeah he kind of was. I forgot about that. He like oh he was going after he had yeah, that like thirteen year old. But wasn't he also like seventeen? He was. He's young. R. I, I don't remember dude. the details. If the this details. comes back to bite me in the ass. Yeah. Oh well. But like I like six nine, so like I forgive him. It's the thing. Like his didn't like, he get like wasn't there? Did he get released? Uh, he's because he snitched, right? When he he's like in witness protection. Is he good? Is he gonna keep making music? I hope he keeps making music. I think he's dumb enough to make music. Still, I think he is too. Protection yeah. because I'm like people, to that. people are like not just like, not just like he's in witness protection. He can't make music. Like they're telling him not to just because he's in witness protection. But like there are people that are gonna come after him because he snitched. Yeah. And like if he makes music and he like continues to like be a musician, like people are gonna find him and kill him. So like that's what I'm talking about. Like he's he's dumb enough to keep making music. I think. Yeah, but he's gonna make he's gonna make stacks on stacks if he keeps making music. Which like, I hope he keeps making music. I look forward to it, and like he's gonna die, but like I don't really he's care. Gonna, he's like he will be dead within three years if he's yeah. released because he's gonna make music and go on tour and get shot immediately. What's your, what's your take on YNW Melly? Um, he's got multi personality disorder. I don't know. I did, definitely didn't call that the Did right we talk thing. about Murder on My Mind on we the last about podcast? About last, yeah, on the last podcast. Still a great Isn't song. Isn't he one of the people that uh, 6 9 snitched on? Um, I'm not sure. I think it's I'm one not of those, either. I think it's one of those scenarios, like the Bobby Shmurda scenario, where like his song is like he confesses to all the crimes he did. Self-incriminating? Yeah, but... Um, That's like a whole different thing. Where it's like... But the thing is with him is, is, is he's got a... Literally, he in his head, he's got... Melly, which is him, and then Melvin, which is like his alter ego, which we talked about how Slim Shady does stuff or talks about what Slim Shady would do. Melvin does stuff, so it's like he's got he's got a mental um mental a mental illness that unfortunately makes him schizophrenic and want to kill people. So can that's I talk? Not great. Can I talk about how this morning I was fucking trying to study and like oh yeah the people next door like yeah I shouldn't talk too loudly but I also don't fucking care. The, the dude next like the dude in the apartment next door was recording like His a full version. scale cover of YNW Melly's murder on my mind. I've been like low key singing like I've got millions on my mind, which like kind of plays as a song. Is like, that like the clean version? No, it's not. I it just, should be. I just sing it's it like myself. Pretty good verse. But like I've got millions on my mind. Should we make a clean? Should we self produce a clean version of that song where it's like I got millions on my mind? Once we get the new mics, I think we should because we got the mixer and yeah. everything. We can do the echo stuff. I mean, we could do it. But, um, yeah, so this kid was making his Well, like, what was the deal with that? Like, first it was, like, kind of quiet, and I just thought, like, he was listening to music. And then it turned out, like, he turned it, like, all the way the fuck up. And he's just doing, he's just, like, making a cover of this song. And I'm just, like, trying to study. I'm like, what the fuck is going on next door? Who does that? I don't know. Somebody who, like, I think Bernier said it's, like, inspiration strikes at weird times. Like, you know that. And he was just like, I'm going to make a cover of Murder on My Mind. So he did. I mean, like, it wasn't fucking good. You can't knock the hustle. But, like, when you cover it, like, you have to change it somewhat. You can't just, like, do the same thing. He was just doing the same thing. Yeah, well, that's... It's a growing process. So, maybe his next cover will be a little different. Maybe he was practicing? Maybe. Maybe I don't he's know. got karaoke. He needs a lot of fucking practice. I mean, maybe he's practicing for spring break so he can just spit. Oh, true. Murder on my mind. That'd be kind of tight. On the beach. He was good Murder enough to where... He was mind. good enough to where, it's like, if song. he did that, it would play. It would play. So, maybe he's just practicing. Was that, not, the, was that the dude who, like, we were watching, uh, what were we watching, Rick and Morty? And then he, like, came over and yes. he was like, yo, heard yes. you were watching Rick and Morty. Uh, 
I have a joint. You want to smoke? You want to like, light up uh, this joint? Okay. We're like, um, I mean, I'm not going to say no. What am I going to do? Say no? Like, it was like, yes. I, I mean, Allegedly? I think it is that kid next door. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does make sense. Um, what do we got next? Um, After we denounced R. Kelly. This is your segment. What do we got? Say it out loud because I'm not on the notes app. Oh, were you ever a sneakerhead? Oh, were you ever a sneakerhead? Do you, were you ever like really into sneakers? I never was, but I'm getting into it now. Oh, I went through a phase in eighth grade where I was like really into sneakers and Jordans, especially retros. And then like, what did you have? Uh, I didn't have, I never had any. Oh, shoes. you were just into the scene. I got a pair. I got a pair of flight 13s that ended up being fake because I was a hype beast. Oh, that's a bad was, look. That's no, like yeah. a real, that's like one of the worst looks. Mm-hmm. No, I know. I'm fully aware. Who it called you out? Connor O'Malley. Yeah, Kanye. Kanye. Still on his Instagram, I think. Um, yeah, but I was like into it. I knew I knew all the stuff. Like I knew all the different colorways and the releases and like which was worth, how much this was worth and what that was worth. Like I could see somebody's shoes and be like, those shoes are worth X and Y. I can still do that. But I went through a phase and like not a, like not like about half my grade, I think, went through it. So I was just wondering if you went through a sneakerhead phase. No, I, I never didn't. I never went through it. Like while yeah, the retros and the foams and nah, the, I'm still not really Kobe's into like the whole Jordan Jordans. scene. Basketball sneakers are a big deal. So yeah, I was like, I grew up playing basketball. I played like travel basketball year round. Yeah. Um, so like I did usually have the latest and greatest, but the latest and greatest aren't what sneakerhead culture. Yeah, it wasn't really like about. that. It's about like what's cool, what is rare. Like it's. That's, I would always. I, I was always a hype beast about like when I played lacrosse. Like I'd have like. I'd go through like three pairs of cleats a season. Like Jesus I always Christ. had, I was always like the kid with like the, the freshest cleats, I bet you like were, yeah. super clean. I used to keep them clean and stuff. I bet you were. I mean, look good, feel good, play good. Right. Yeah. You have white cleats. Oh, always make, make you run faster. They do. Yeah. And white mid caps. Always. There was a, there Never was a, white uh, there was a release of these Easton hockey skates that were white. And I was like scheming on them. My, my, my dad was like, Hey, like, like a little advice is like don't get the don't white skates that. and i'm happy skates are different though skates are like a thousand dollars yeah and you wear skates for like two or three years when you're a kid because you i mean you grow so fast that like you need to get new skates pretty frequently but now i mean the next pair of skates i get are gonna be my skates for like 20 years the next 50 and even more than that yeah. like I'll be, I'll be wearing those till i die because they're just so expensive but <clears throat> i was like scheming on them and he's like hey like don't get the white skates Cause yeah, like, those aren't gonna, like they're cool now, but in like a year they won't be cool. And I was like, "You're right, Dad." And then your dad, for the second time this podcast, smart guy, very smart guy. Um, no, I know. And then like a year later, we were at tryouts, and some kid had like white skates, and I'm like, "Look at that loser with white skates." And then I've, I've chirped several kids for having white skates. That'd be an easy chirp. You can't look different. I know that we were just doing the whole thing where you can't be different or you should be different, but like. On ice, you can't really be different. I mean, no, it's just like it's different, but like it's like that's just a bad look. Like it's yeah, like it's, it's too just, different. It's too different. It's like not. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Like there's, it, it's just kind of like you got to contrast with the ice, and like the contrast matters. I mean, if you're into any editing, any photography, you know contrast matters, and having white on white doesn't really work. Yeah, aesthetically. I mean, you know as well as anybody, I'm not a sneakerhead per se. But I do like to have nice shoes. Shoes you are like, always like you about at the, the culture. forefront. You're of about the culture. There's wardrobe. a difference. There's levels to it. There's levels to this shit. Like oh, for sure. Said. Yeah. You're about the culture, so you're about like 
what's cool, what's in, but you're like not, you don't deep dive. Like there's people that deep dive like jackets and people that deep dive pants and people that deep dive sneakers and deep dive this and deep dive that. Yeah, like I have like three pairs of uh, Ultra Boosts. Like I always keep them clean. I always chirp people for theirs not being clean. Mm-hmm. I'm a professional shoe cleaner at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a couple pairs of Yeezys. Not a big deal. I like to trade Yeezys. I like to invest in Yeezys and then hold on to them in the box and then sell yeah. them for profit. I tried to do that with one pair of shoes and like I just I they never turned out being like cool and I was just like whatever I sold them for like sixty I bought them for like a hundred sold them for like sixty like it was just I never like I don't have the patience to hold on to stuff for that long so I just wear like I'd rather like wear the shoes so I just sold them and bought shoes with them like more active stuff but you no sold I, shoes to buy more shoes I mean, I, I like, I had like that's nice, like the epitome of sneaker culture. I had like nicer like shoes that I like had in a box that just kind of sat there, and I was like, "Mom, I need." I need the these. worst is when you're a kid and you have shit that's like too nice and it's like you never want to wear it and yeah. you grow out of it. I've done oh, yeah. that a couple times. Oh yeah, no, but I had these like I had like three boxes of sneakers in my room that were just like there just to like hold on to till like I felt like selling them, and I was like, "Mom, I need new sneakers," and she was like, "You have three boxes of sneakers in your room. Just wear one of those." And I was like, no, mom, you don't get it. You can't. That's the culture. And so I eventually ended up selling them and then just getting regular, like, free runs. Yeah, my, like, always my, like, dream pair of shoes, to this day, actually, still, is the Nike, like, mags, the Back to the Futures. Oh, yeah. They're, like, super, super high-cut Nikes with, like, the Mm -hmm. self-lacing. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Back to the Future theme. Those, yeah. like, to this day, I think those are, like, the freshest sneakers of all time. I would never wear them out. I just want to put them, them on a shelf somewhere. When we were in Atlanta. At yeah, Marks, I was about to say that. That kid, that kid had them. My boy Ryan had The has weirdest them. smelling, weirdest looking apartment in the history. Yeah, that kid's weird as world. fuck. I that know that kid. Like, he, he doesn't listen to our podcast. He's actually not my friend. Have we talked like, about I that? I really like him. Just, like, the weirdest pod, the weirdest. No, we didn't have a podcast at that time. We did. We just never talked about it. Maybe we did. I don't know. We just, we like, we had it on the list. I don't know if we talked about it, but it was just like the weirdest combination of shit ever. It just smelled yeah, weird. He had like, he it had was one of those like hairless cats. It was an organic candle that just like smelled horrible. He had a hairless cat. He had a bunch of like Japanese art on the wall. He had a spoiler strapped. It's like a full blown, like subaru spoiler like not a nice like a subaru type spoiler like mounted on his wall he had a couple long boards mounted on the wall he had two glass cases full of like rare as fuck sneakers like those self-lacing air mags ten thousand dollar air like nice like nice sneakers like foams correct like old retros like nice ass shit it was just like the weirdest the weirdest apartment i've ever been in my life i'm like shout out to our friend mark he had one of those uh like bongs that is like a, a Il- mask and Il- oh yeah the gas mask bong yeah and it's what was, like, who was the guy from the draft that got caught with one of those like the day of the draft oh laramie tunsil yeah that was one of them that was hilarious that was like an all-time twitter all-time day. bad look that was we gotta, we gotta go day. back and rank all-time twitter days that we're gonna start there. making a list of all-time twitter days but there have been some days in in internet history that have stood out I mean, Dude. We, we got to get back to pe- internet, internet history you forget, but there have been, there have been like five or six days since we've been like adolescents to adults that have just kind of like, have hit different on Twitter. Been far above the rest. 
this has just been this shit just happened and the memes have hit like the robert like robert the day that friday when robert Kraft got um bopped for uh paying for a rub and tug in florida like it was that, up there that was i that mean was that, top, that's, that's top not 10 at least top 10 at least i mean it was a day where like the internet kind of gets together and we're like hey let's make fun of this guy and it's like Did we ever talk about how the how the internet rallied around uh when PETA came at Steve Irwin. Yeah, the internet like that's it's the weirdest shit that makes the internet like come together. PETA like came at Steve Irwin the other like last week or two weeks ago. It was like on his birthday. It was on his too. birthday, yeah. And they were and like everybody was like, Yeah, Steve Irwin, great guy. And PETA was like, Yeah, Steve Irwin died because he was like messing with animals he shouldn't have been messing with. And everybody was like, PETA, you poked the wrong bear, dude. Like the whole internet was just like roasting PETA. Which is always fun because PETA sucks. Um Dude, I I tweeted They pretend about- they behind they fly the banner of animal protection when in reality they're just a lobbyist group that they're internet terrorists is what they are. They are. It sucks. It's I like, tweet I tweeted because they're like what they're doing like their cause like what they should be doing is like a, a noble cause. You know, animal rights is a noble cause, but they go too far. They just they just. They go after people like Steve Irwin. It's like, why are you going after him? Like, if anything, like Steve Irwin was one of the few people that promoted like respecting animals and like letting them be like he wasn't doing anything. That was like, like his whole thing is like having respect for the environment and like for the animals and stuff. Like, like he inspired Like you follow Brother Nature on Twitter. Yeah, of course. He's, He's a, my favorite Twitter follower. He's just a happy, genuine dude. Just loves, loves nature, loves animals. And you learn shit. And it's like, yeah, you learn to appreciate animals through that. Yeah, that it's, guy always makes me feel good. Steve Irwin inspired a generation. And Peter was just like, fuck him. And we're like, you know what, Peter? Fuck you. So. I tweeted today or yesterday, something like that, about how Alex Trebek announced that he was, uh, yeah, he had like stage four pancreatic cancer or something like that. Yeah. Uh, which was awful. Bad. But like, he's kind of like the same kind of dude. He's like, you can't. There's like nobody has ever had a bad thing to say about Alex Trebek. Nobody has ever had a bad thing to say about Steve Irwin. No, Steve Irwin was a beauty, like, like certified beauty. I, like I've cried within, like this month I cried about Steve Irwin. Do you cry about Steve? Oh, cause you, that's right. You got into one night you were watching old Steve. Yeah, Irwin I was movies. up until like seven a.m. like watching old Crocodile Hunter reruns. Damn. that was a good ass show, dude. Dude, like we grew up on that shit. Like that, like actually meant a lot to me growing up. Like. It's weird because now, like, I bet a lot of people, like, don't really remember watching it that much because, like, we were, we were the tail end of it. Like, you know, he died. What did he die? Like, 2006, 2007? Like, pretty early in our lives. But, like, what he did, like, laid the groundwork for, like, subconsciously, you know? Like, we kind of grew up with him without without really remembering it. He nailed that 2006, by the way. Snapped it. Snapped it. Not a big deal. Um. Just kind of, you know, built the building, built the building blocks, set the tone early. So that that, that cannot go uh, unnoticed. What do we got next? What do we got last up today? I think that's going to be it for today. Oh. We're running a little bit long. So Damn. let's go ahead and wrap it up there. It's a great epi. Uh, make sure you're following the podcast on Instagram and on Twitter, at Donnerpod on both. Um, leave us a voicemail um, at 803 803- Four zero two three eight one eight. You can find that on our Twitter and also in the description of this very podcast. At any time during spring break, you're going home, you're talking to your buddies from home, you get into an argument about some dumb shit. 
you're on spring break something happens you're like hey if you're just like really blacked out on spring break just like call us please instead of calling your ex call us yeah the spring break save you some um, pain save you the pain save you the heartbreak um call in the call into the boys leave us a voicemail um when we come back we'll talk about it um subscribe rate review of course five stars um make sure you're following us you can get me on twitter at ben tweets underscore ben tweets you can get me on instagram at uh ben dot smith on 19 you can get me on snapchat as well at, at b smith 1318 charles before we go where can they find you uh they already know where the fuck they're gonna follow me. It's gonna be at cmiller one one two three on everything. That's Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Venmo, Xbox Live, Uber, everything. LinkedIn. I don't know. Everything. Everything. Follow me there. Uh, go ahead and let's shout out our boys at uh, thejewel.com. That's t h e j u w e l dot com. Oh yes. Get a skin for that jewel. Get and for your phone. your phone, for your laptop, for your, your Xbox, Xbox anything, anything that can have a skin, you're gonna find the hookup at thejewel.com. Use promo code down for fifteen percent off that. Yeah, folks, enjoy your spring break. If you're listening to this after spring break, hope you had a good time. Let's have a great semester. We will see you guys next week. Enjoy it. Maybe. Maybe. Week after that. Week after know. that. I don't know what the, that Like week after St. Patty's Day? After St. Patty's Day. You'll get an epi. We'll drop an epi the Monday after St. Patty's Day. Tuesday. My flight gets in post Tuesday oh, morning. Charlie Miller. We'll get a post. We'll get post study abroad Charlie Miller. Which should I'm going to be even more douchey. I've already set the notes up a um, number of times. Charlie mentions Germany. So we will keep track, folks. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll catch you on the flippity flip. All right. R.I.P. Steve Irwin. R.I.P. Steve Irwin. R.I.P. Avicii. R.I.P. Billy Mays. R.I.P. Billy Mays? Yeah. Didn't he die? Yeah, no, he died. R.I.P. Michael Jackson. R.I.P. Mac Miller. The Shamwell guy. R.I.P. No, he's still alive. R.I.P. Who else has died? Who else has died? Probably a lot of people have died. R.I.P. Ted Lindsay. R.I.P. The Bronco Burger at Gallo. Thanks for listening, folks. We will see you next time.